to today. How are you? I hope you're well, and I also hope you're ready to hear us yammer about Lost. Welcome to the Island Shuffle. <laughs> Welcome I'm, to the show. My name is Bean. My name is James. And together we watch Lost in the least correct order that we can possibly figure <laughs> out. Um, this, this week, we went back to season one, which was where we've been spending a lot of time lately. The good, the good loss, you know. But yeah, arguably the best season. Not mm. even arguably. Yeah, certainly. I've watched enough. Loss yeah, I can say pretty, with pretty much certainty that season one is above and beyond the rest. You of You know, when nothing was garbage yet, things were just mm-hmm. sometimes good, sometimes mediocre. Sometimes and it's today, we get a lot of the mediocre. We get a little bit of the mediocre, but it's fine. Still. It's fine. It's no, still it's still like watchable television, yeah, exactly. which is uh, saying something. Yeah, for Lost. Lost season one at its worst is still like, damn. All right. You guys are trying something crazy here. Yeah, exactly. I could keep watching this. Yeah, I guess I'll tune in next week to see if uh, they do it a little better. And, oh, man. Hey. They do not. <laughs> they sure don't. Uh, but, hey, listen. This week in season one, episode twenty-two. Tramps like us, baby, they were born to run. Born to run. It's a Kate episode. It's a Kate episode. You know how Kate is a fugitive who's running all the time. She's all she does is run. She has something you need to know about Kate. Mm-hmm. Murder in her heart. Obviously, it's a given. Um, born to run. Mm-hmm. So many. Uh, license plates in yes. her car. She gotta run. She's got a hundred license plates, and she there's only fifty states. <laughs> well, fifteen for the states, ten for the provinces, three for the territories, and then the rest are uh, made it's up. Vanity, vanity. <laughs> just, just they're all government plates. Yeah, man. Um, so this was this is just one episode. Prior to the tremendous three-part season finale for season one. Yes. And they are setting up a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start up on the island or go into the past? Let's go. I feel like we usually have gone past and then island, but mm. I w- sort of want to do island then past. I like it. I agree with that. Um, so folks are getting ready to build a raft. They're building a raft, and they're going to get their he- butts off the island. And finally, finally, the whole season's been building to this. <laughs> and uh, some man is shouting at everybody, saying, monsoon season's coming. You can't set the raft <laughs> yeah, out now. Some man, we've never seen him before. We will never see him again. He's shouting about that, and he says, and everyone's like, well, when should we, have, when should we leave then? And he says, yesterday, and then walks away. <laughs> it walks out of the show. <laughs> walks out of the show and into my heart. Yeah, totally. Uh, and into my closet. Oh, my God. And uh, so, Q, everyone is very concerned about getting the raft out. Mm-hmm. A-S-A-P. Yes, and with that comes a new conversation into the fold. As you and I know, the raft crew ends up being Sawyer, Michael, Walt, and Jin. Uh-huh. A real motley crew. Uh, one of the first really incredible crews that uh, never should have been. Exactly. One of the, one of Lost's greatest fucking just like, well, let's slam these guys together and yeah. see what happens. We'll put them all. Uh, yeah. 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 A bunch of people who, what did they, what does each of those people really contribute to a raft? Walt uh, is a child. Walt is a child. Nothing. Michael built it, so he gets squatters rights. That one makes sense. Uh, I do get that one. Sawyer has quips, 
and Sawyer has quips. So, Sawyer's got the quips, and <laughs> I don't know what Jin's bringing. Jin, Jin is a wild card. Yeah, Jin's just there for moral support. He doesn't speak the same language as anybody else on the raft. <laughs> That's true, he doesn't. I, w- I completely forget his entire motivation for going on the raft. Well, he was helping build the raft, right? Yes. But I don't understand why that took place, because the last time that we saw him and Michael in season one... Yes. Jin literally tried to murder Michael. Mm-hmm. And, and now in this very same episode, Jin protects Michael from being murdered. Yeah. So I something happened there, and I'm interested to find I'm, out. I'm ready to figure it out. But for now, we just got to use our imaginations. Um, so suddenly it, Michael starts thinking, no, here's how it happens first. Uh-huh. Kate comes along and says, hey, you guys got room on that raft because I want to get on it. I'm looking to leave. But hey. I don't know if you've seen the title of this episode, but Tramps Like Me. <laughs> uh, and so. Baby. And, Mi- and Michael says. We were born to run. Sorry, buddy. Raft's full. We already got four. We got four. We have four and there's no more room at all. Uh, but then Michael starts thinking, well, what? This the heck is Sawyer contributing to the raft, other than quips? Sawyer's a no-good idiot. Sawyer's he's mean, and he's a criminal, and we don't like him. We don't like him. He's mean to me, personally. He just insults everyone. He won't even help me lift this piece of debris. Uh, so they say, hey, listen, Sawyer, what's the deal? What are you doing? What are you really contributing? And uh, Sawyer p- puts it together. He realizes, oh, Kate's, uh, it's all, this Kate's is all. Kate's looking to get Kate's off the island. Kate's looking to get off the island. Kate's looking to get off the island. I'm Sawyer, and this is how I sound. It's me, Sawyer. What's going on, Freckles? And I'm looking to get off the island, but so is Kate. Kate and me getting off the island together. So they have a little confrontation, yeah. and uh, Sawyer's like, I know you're a fugitive, and Kate's like, Fuck you. Uh, I'm gonna no, get, I'm not. I'm going to get on the island, no matter what. Off the island, rather. What's I will take shit? your spot, Sawyer. I'm gonna, hey, I want your spot. I'll get your spot. That is literally what she says. That's what she says for real, and it's a hell of a line. It's a hell of a line. Um, so we cheered. We, we cheered out we loud. We cheered whenever that happened we for a while. We, we, and then we, we were so busy cheering, we missed the rest of the episode. So yeah. we're not sure really what happened. We're gonna take a stab at it. Yeah, though. we're gonna we're gonna guess. So, uh, Kate bakes a cake for everybody, <laughs> and it's so big, but it's such a mess, and everybody gets cake all over all their uh-huh. clothes. So they have to go swimming. They, they have to go swimming because there's no laundromat on the island. There's no laundromat, or there is a laundromat, but no one had it. There's no change machine. Exactly. There is a laundromat, but nobody has enough loonies or quarters. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, they don't have loonies over there. Exactly, right? Because they're all American. These are Canadian lo- washing machines. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to say the only canonically Canadian character is um the guy that gets like murdered immediately by Anna Lucia in that one episode. Oh yeah. Every, yeah. every other time someone says I'm from Canada, they turn out to be a liar. Uh-huh. So just letting you know, well, we've been lying about our nation this entire time. That's true. It's completely. Fake. Well, have you unless we get murdered soon. Yeah, that's true. I mean, have you ever been to Canada, really? Think ah, yeah. can you ever really be up there? Can you ever really be Has anyone him? ever been to Alaska? That's all I'm trying to say. That is a very good point. Uh, anyways, uh, conspiracies aside, what w- the only real conspiracy that I care about is, of course, flat Earth theory. And, <laughs> uh, 
and JFK shooting himself. Um, <laughs> so the two true ones, the two real ones. <laughs> the here's what ends up happening. Michael's building a raft, and he's chatting with Walt, and Walt says, like, well, that guy was saying storm stuff. Is everything okay? And Michael says, oh, yeah, no worries, son. We're going to be out of here in, oh, 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 my tummy. So sick now. Oh, my tummy got so hurt, I can't even stand or talk anymore. What's the pop? So, yeah, Yeah. mid-sentence, he tries to, it keeps happening at the same point in the sentence, too. It's like, Mm. you know that things that happen with when people die mid-sentence and Mm. they need to say the one thing that they were sort of holding in their whole life? Mm. Mm -hmm. Happened to Boone just a few weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Del Shannon. So this is how Michael's sickness works in this instance. I mean, just like real life. Just like real life, how the sick hits him. And he is rendered unable to speak mm-hmm. for about five minutes yeah. and only concerning that one sentence. Exactly. Uh, so they lie him down and everybody's and Kate goes to grab Jack and gets the doctor and everyone's like, hey, what the heck is going on? Uh, what's happening here? Oh, my gosh. Uh, and so they kind of are like narrowing it down and they're like, what'd you have? What'd you do? What'd you drink? And everything seems normal. And Jack is, starts investigating the water, and he goes, "You know what? I don't. I I don't think it was the water. I think it was something in the water. Someone put something in there. And it's there's some, there's white powder. There's some gunk in the bottom of a bottle. And there like, is I, a lot of gunk in the bottom of the bottle. Yeah. And as if Michael wouldn't take a swig and be like, "This is full of chalk. <laughs> who, who, who left all their chalk? Yeah. in my water. Why are there so many chemicals in this? Oh, this boy. doesn't taste anything like." clean water who could have known um but here's what ends up happening everyone's like poison suddenly it's poison oh my gosh it must have been sawyer because of you know he he's the bad guy sawyer is a bad guy and he thought he was getting threatened to stay on the we don't like him he's not nice and then sawyer comes through and is like actually no it's not me. It's Kate. You don't trust me, but you trust Kate. Well, let me lay it all out for you. Ow. You think you know Kate, but Kate's. Why don't you tell him, Kate? Why don't you tell him? Uh, and uh, it's it, it's true. What he said is true. And that's Kate Austin's very voice. I am a fugitive. Yep. I was arrested. The the marshal was taking me on the plane. And it is revealed to everyone, once and for all, that Kate is a fugitive. Kate is a fugitive. Who knew? And she was born to run. Just like Bruce Springsteen. And in that moment, Michael, who had previously, like, given Sawyer's spot to Kate for a hot minute. Yeah. He give Sawyer back the spot he mm-hmm. says I don't want my boy by no criminals yep. and uh, Sawyer you are the least criminal on the island now yes <laughs> that's how it works <laughs> by, have, by, ex- by exposing by snitching <laughs> you've proved yourself I would love if that was how the criminal justice system worked yeah. that you just you are accused of a crime mm. and what you have to do to defend yourself is go out and find someone who has committed a, a worse, worse crime, crime than you oh my god get out of parking tickets by like solving a murder yeah exactly honestly hell yeah <laughs> that's the type of world that i want to live in yeah definitely <laughs> definitely a bizarre world but i think uh you know it's not the worst uh idea i've ever heard for I, justice 
At least uh, we'll get something done, am I right? Finally. With the criminals oh and the clean up the crime in this town. The How about you do? You know what it is? I think it's all the freaking red tape from City Hall. That City Hall oh and the taxes. God, it's all just a big mess and someone's got to do something about it. I mean, I think I should do something about it because I know I'm not paying these parking tickets. I like the idea. Yeah, we just made a city of... Uh, Batman is all we do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's all we've done. That's all Batman was. He like he was charged with uh, vandalism. <laughs> he was charged with his parents' death. With his parents' death. And the, he was like, the no, no, no. The system said, you should have done something. And uh, they said, well, listen up. There's this one guy putting riddles all over town. Way worse <laughs> than me. <laughs> this guy's got two faces. Two <laughs> separate sides of the same face. Looked very different to me. This one guy, he's short and fat. <laughs> like a penguin. Like a penguin, dude. That's way worse than me, a millionaire who loves to beat up criminals to feel powerful. Totally. <sighs> oh, I love Batman. I love the Batman. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, this is not the Island Batman. This is the Island Shuffle. And we are talking about my favorite television show, Shuffle. Uh, so <laughs> let's get back to it. <laughs> um so Sawyer's on the that's pretty much yeah, the end much of the it. uh the that leads to the whole wrap up s- scenario where everyone's kind of like chilling out. Everyone's like we set sail tomorrow. I guess that's that. Uh there's a few other subplots I want to kind of touch upon before we totally. get to that like yeah. last. Actually no, let's talk about the last scene first and foremost. Uh-huh. Um one moment, the first moment of it is Kate stoking the world's largest fire. Giant fire. Mm-hmm. And it's just her. It's only her stoking this fire that is as big as her. Yeah, totally. Just, just staring in it, stoking it, putting more firewood in it, having a time. Her think, and her fire. Having a big thing. Kate lights a giant fire every night. Every night. And then she whispers into it, I'm born to run, baby. I'm born to run. One day, I will even run away from you, my sweet, beautiful fire. She whispers, baby, I'm born in the USA. I have a fire in my heart, and it's right beside it, it's its neighbor murder. She whispers into the fire, greetings from Ashbury Park, New Jersey. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> really great. <laughs> the fire say. loves that. The fire loves it. The fire loves the boss. The fire <laughs> <laughs> the fire is like fucking like what are you going to say Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite state. My favorite state. Uh, great YouTube comment. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say Nebraska? Uh, nobody knows. Anyways, so so they, Sawyer and Kate have a kind of awkward chat across the fire. And Sawyer's like, I got back on the raft, Freckles, and uh, I'm leaving. And you want to know why? Because there's nothing here worth staying for on this damn-ass rock. <laughs> Roasted over an open fire. Yeah, dude. Call Chiquita Chestnut. <laughs> call Kate a fucking chestnut. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's don't call Kate late for dinner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kate for dinner. <laughs> Yay. We have fun. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So... That happens. Another scene happens where Walt and Michael are chilling out and Walt says, hey, remember when the raft burnt down? It was me the first time. Sorry about that, Dad, but I didn't want to leave the island. And Michael kind of has like a moment of like, hey, it's look, I've been tunnel visioned on this raft for so long, but if you want to stay, I get it. We, we can stay. Just you and me. It's all right, Walt. And Walt turns around and says, 
no, we have to go now. Let's go. We have to we go. We have to go. Yeah, he's yeah. very like uh mm. see the future ask in this yes. moment this plays off of an earlier scene where he goes to Locke and they lock him and Locke kind of chat about like hey you didn't tell anybody i burnt the raft did you because everyone's all up in arms and my dad's sick and everyone thinks i did it and nobody thinks walt did it um, yeah nobody <laughs> uh, but they have a they have a chat and Locke's like hey man you know i'm your friend i never give it up and he kind of taps him on the shoulder and walt goes go 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 don't open it don't, Don't open, open that thing, Mr. Locke. The thing. And Locke's like, how does he know about the hatch? Uh, and it's weird. Walt is psychic, remember? Walt is psychic I think, all of a I sudden. I think this is the first time we've ever... I think we've seen like apparitions of Walt, but I don't yeah. think we've ever confronted Walt is psychic in like his real moment. Yeah, sort of. the The interesting thing about Walt's first psychic experience is with the "Don't open the hatch," mm. which I don't understand why. Yeah, n- I mean, s- stuff happens, but it's mostly fine. Yeah, it, nothing bad comes of it. No, it's not like they unleash anything. Exactly, they meet a new friend named yeah, Desmond. Totally, one of the better characters comes into the show and then they find a sick record collection yeah and then play ping pong and then it collapses and nothing it really blows comes up of that or something yeah it blows up and it's fine yeah nobody's totally nobody, nobody gets hurt nobody dies it's it's just absolutely fine it's fine Walt's overreacting yeah. um so we all do in our first psychic uh yeah experience yeah you think it's like this is the most important thing if it's a premonition it's got to be absolutely correct it's his first time on psychic delics yeah man whoa dude yeah i know i went there you really took me on a trip with that one the delics the delics um then we've had the final scene of the episode is bananas uh, it is revealed that it was not Kate, it was not Sawyer, it was not Walt, but it was Son, innocent Son who poisoned Son who poisoned so, he meant Michael. To, he meant to poison Jin, uh-huh. but uh, mixed up the bottles. And Michael, easy mistake to easy make. Easy mistake. Michael got sick instead. Didn't want Jin to leave. Didn't want Jin to leave because she's scared that Jin will go and never come back. Exactly. Easy thing to think. Exactly. It's so, a it pretty... I would say it's a, a very nice raft. Yeah. Not really fit for open ocean. Absolutely, especially if monsoon season's coming. Monsoon season is coming. This yeah. was established very early on. Exactly. And so he's just looking out. And uh, so Sun kind of has a chat with Kate, and Kate's like, Sun's like, hey, thanks for helping me set that set up that poisoning. Uh, that was nice of you. Uh, and Jack said he won't tell anyone. It's all fine. It's good. And then they have a chat and the final conversation. The worst chat in the world. They they're chatting about that for a bit, and then Sun says, "I thought I my I thought when I met the love of my life, I'd be happy forever." And then Kate says, "You know what? Me too." And then the episode the end. ends. The end of episode. Garbage, garbage end to like that just left a sour taste in my yeah. mouth. It's like, wow, that is the most generic sentence anyone has ever spoken. Yeah, a classic thing you love to say to your friends who, yeah. you, who you just helped you poison your husband. <laughs> I thought I would be happy forever. I thought I'd be happy forever, but instead, I'm poisoning my husband so he doesn't leave the island. You were a fool if yeah. you thought you would be happy forever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. True. You literal child. Uh, a few other scenes I want to touch upon on from island times Uh before we dive into the flashbacks um and the main plot of the thing is like you know it's classic season one intrigue everyone's suspicious of everyone 
Um, totally. I don't know. If, I don't know if it goes down as like easy as other stuff because it feels a little forced, but it doesn't. Like, it's still like good. They have like the Jack and Locke tension. Yeah, you have Sawyer and everyone tension. Uh-huh. You have Kate and everyone tension. Uh, Sawyer and Kate sexual tension. Yeah, you have uh, Michael and Walt have some good moments of all characters. Not sexual tension. Not sexual tension. No. Just just dad and son tension. Dad and son tension. Mm-hmm. Dention. Yeah, dention. Dention. Dad and Sunshin. Dad and Dad and Sunshin. Sunkissed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> that's you know we we don't have to keep going because that makes yeah no that was, I, every, that's sort of self-explanatory. Everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Um. So there's a few other scenes <laughs> that I want to talk about, namely the first scene on the island, which uh-huh. is Kate is playing with a toy plane, and we're all like, "What's the significance of this?" Ooh. And when she's playing with it. Suddenly, Charlie shows up and shouts, Platinum! Yes! (laughs) Platinum. And you know what that's in reference to? The fact that his record went platinum. He just shows up and says, Platinum! And Kate's like, what the shit do you mean? You know, like the platinum records that I, the famous music man, made. Charlie is hilariously insufferable in this episode. But it's really charming, just in a, like, this person is not real sense. Exactly, exactly. If If I was hanging out with Charlie, I'd be like, shut up, dude. Totally. And all Charlie can talk about is how, whenever they are discovered... He He's will be super famous. Exactly, because his logic is like when he died, sales from his band probably f- skyrocketed. Uh-huh. And imagine how crazy it's going to be when he comes back. Totally. Uh, True, Charles. And he has a couple scenes of that. He has another scene with Claire where he's like, Claire's trying to cut his hair and he's playing guitar. Totally. And singing a song and just talking Moving more, his head so much. Just shouting platinum. Just stop for 10 minutes. Oh my god. I platinum, love, boy. I love to walk into the room and shout Platinum. Du- double gold. Double gold. <laughs> Rolled gold. Rolled gold pretzels are good. They are not bad. I will go so far as to say. What is your favorite pretzel? Mine's probably a rolled gold. Um, yeah, that's the only brand I know. Oh, that's the only brand I know, so they win by default. They win, yeah. Congrats, rolled gold. You won the branding. <laughs> you are the one option. Platinum. <laughs> platinum. I think he was talking about his favorite uh, Pokemon. <laughs> platinum? His favorite uh, Pokemon game. Platinum. I get it now. Yeah. He that lo- makes sense to me. He loves Piplup. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Oh, I guess, no, I guess there is a Pokemon Fire Red. Yeah. yeah. No, that tracks. That tracks. For Game Boy. We're game for the Game, game Boy. Boy Color. Hey, listen. This one's for the gamers, my friend. Fire. Fire. I like that you said it the way Ness says PK. Fire. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, d- I do. Um, Equate those two in my mind. They're the same. One and the same. They are one and the same. One all games, the same. Is, all games, the same. <laughs> um, That's so. Charlie sort of does those two things and yeah. nothing of consequence. Exactly, which is nice. I don't mind having a character just like dick around for yeah, a bit. Totally, it's, it adds a nice little bit of like uh, comedic. Exactly, effect. and it adds to the believability that like, oh, these guys are just stuck on an island yeah just totally, got t- totally. they just got time to kill uh-huh. charlie's got time to go shout platinum at platinum. someone <laughs> <laughs> imagine how many times he did that and they had to cut it out they're like charlie yeah that's talk about something else buddy please platinum oh shit. Went platinum. um there's another good scene where um uh they're investigating and hurley's kind of giving it to Locke about like who's what where and like well i i was hurley says i was on bamboo duty what does that mean? I don't know. 
Oh yeah, that is totally nothing in particular. That is nothing. Because you never really see them use bamboo for anything. No, I guess are they building the raft out of bamboo? Oh maybe. Yeah, well then that I makes guess, sense. Okay. I know what bamboo to do. Okay, lives in. I guess so. He, he had to go get the bamboo. He had to go get it. Uh, makes perfect sense. Um, so Bambi. Yeah, I was on Bambi duty, uh, and Hurley <laughs> has a in the movie. Hurley has a very good moment where. He kind of lays out like, oh, was maybe it was Kate or Sawyer because they were kind of both fighting for a spot on the raft. And, uh, you know, because Kate's a fugitive and all that, it probably made it all really weird for uh, Michael and stuff. And Locke's like, wait, Kate's a fugitive? And Hurley does spends like t- a whole minute just making like, a, oh, I really. Oh, st- yeah. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I, I really d- stepped in it this time. Didn't I didn't I? know you didn't know. And, he, and uh, you know, it's a nice Hurley moment. Yeah, it's a good. That's all we get of Hurley. Uh, there's another uh, plot, uh, that revolves around Locke showing Jack the hatch for yeah. the first time. Yeah, totally. Uh, and they kind of are still like, you know, Boone just died. So they're still kind of tension. They're at odds. They're, st- they're yeah. at odds, but they're still like, uh, they've cooled down a bit and, and Jack's kind of like, you didn't tell me this forever. And Locke's like, well, you hid the fact that Kate was a fugitive. So, uh, hmm, hmm interesting. Yeah. You you criticized society, yet you participated in it. Hmm, interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Time for you to go find a worse crime to mm. rid you of your own. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, and so... Uh, nothing really of note happens other than like some good Jack and Locke button heads, good dialogue, yeah. good them just fucking fucking around with each other and just they just they're hanging out by the hatch. They're like bickering talking about at, opening it. They're bickering about it, but they're also like, okay, what's the best course of action here? How do we move forward from here? Yeah, it's it's just some plot advancement. Exactly. And one thing I want to note is that Saeed is there too. He doesn't like it. Saeed, like, as soon as Jack is like, all right, well, how do you suppose we open it? Saeed gets the most angry I've ever seen him on this show. And he goes, are you insane? There could be anything in there. I brought you here to talk him out of it. And you want to open it? And he's like, makes sense because, like, there's no, like, if it was meant to be open, there would be a hatch. There would be a handle or something. Uh-huh. Instead, it's, like, sealed shut. So what good could possibly come of opening it? Also, Walt is predicting doom as well. So. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's all—it's all just their their mystery mongering. Yeah, on, exactly. Of, on behalf on behalf of the show. Exactly on behalf of the show. And there's the a mystery, mystery to monger. Yeah, <laughs> this show's a real mystery monger. They're just mongering the mystery, as we know they do. Yeah, of course, of course. We know how the hatch goes. We know, we know, we know what happens. But you know what? I still like to see Jack and Lock Jaw about it. I like to see Jack and Lock Jaw in the early seasons it's, because it's just good. It's just good. It's good. It's a great. I, I venture to say it's cute. It's even a little great. Uh, there's a lot to talk about in the backstory. Yeah, so the backstory is really the like most interesting aspect of this episode. It's kind of nuts. It's crazy. It's so it's a Kate episode. It's a Kate episode. So the right away the episode opens with a blonde girl, uh, parking a car, opening a trunk, lifting the floor of the trunk to reveal a million license plates. And fast, fastening a new one onto the thing, going into the hotel room, washing the dye off her hair. All through this time, her face is obscured. Uh-huh. This whole long sequence, her face is obscured. So you're like, Bob, must be cl- it, it Claire. It, it must be Claire because she's blonde. And yeah. then we see that her dye washes out, and we're like, Oh, was Kate, Kate the whole all time. along. I kind of wish they stuck with her being blonde the whole time. That yeah, me neat. too. Um, but hey, uh, she goes to the mail store. And says, hey, one mail for me, Jane. And the male person is yeah. like, huh, you have mail. <laughs> yeah, he says, Kate says, like, yeah, one for Jane Ford or whatever. She says, he, he's using a pseudonym. 
and the mail clerk looks through the envelopes and goes, pulls it out and goes, huh, yep, one for Jane Ford, all right. What? As if, like, yeah, dude, what? As if people are always coming Coming in and being like, like, do you have any mail for me? And he's like, nope. Yeah, people are coming in, one for Buttface McButtface. And he looks through and he goes, wait a minute, that's not a real name. I got mail here, but no invites for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going back to looking at my doohickey now. This is world's most befuddled mail clerk. <laughs> um, so she gets her letter. Gets her letter. Goes into the car where you read your letters. Yeah. Opens it up. Cries. Cries. What's the in letter th- makes her cry. What's on? What's in the letter? We don't know. We never know. <laughs> we never know. We but lit- then we get an indication after. We we get it. We get a hint. Uh. Uh. Doctor enters a car. Uh-huh. Who's in the back of that car but Kate? Kate. And they talk like they're old friends. And Buddy's like, oh, my gosh, Katie, it's been so long. What are you doing what are you here? What doing here in the back of my car? You know me, a successful doctor. My name's Tom. And Kate's like, hey, Tom, you know what? My mom has cancer. And Tom's like, you know what I heard? Boy, howdy. Let's catch <laughs> up. Why don't you come back to the old house? Mm-hmm. I have a wife and kids. I have None of them are there. None though. of them are there. Here's a pic of me and a kid. Uh, and Kate's like, listen, I need to do if you should do me a favor, and I need to see my mom in the hospital because she's dying. And Tom's like, hey, remember the old times? And this whole time we're like, who's Tom? Who the hell is Tom? Tom. And why? He is... So Tom looks like a B movie Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. and um, Fox. his character is very uninteresting. <laughs> yes, he's just kind of like. Could you describe his character? Doctor, <laughs> uh, has a family. Uh-huh. Cares, so that's cares, not a character trait, really. No, this is a job description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a resume I'm describing, uh, not a character. Totally. Um, uh, <laughs> doctor with family. Maybe a bit of a pushover. Friend of Katie. Yeah. Um, so they. A low ethical. Yes. Like very moral l- compass. Very low ethical moral compass. Because. Like, it's kind of implied that Tom knows what went down uh-huh. a bit. At least, like, yeah. has an idea, has a sense of Absolutely. what went down. Um, because they they kind of are like, I know. Damn, it's crazy, huh? Crazy the way cra- things have worked the out. The way things eh? have worked out. Boy, howdy. Uh, they decide, before they go to visit uh, Kate's dying mom, they go, hey, you think it's still buried? And they go to the tree, the big tree. <laughs> the big old tree the, with the cows in the midst. So you know the big old tree, classic Iowa landmark. <laughs> the big honking tree where there's cows and just ominous mist in the background. They park the old car and Kate steps six paces from nothing in particular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, they start digging. They start digging. What are they digging for? Oh, who knows? I guess we'll find out in a second when they hit it. But hey, Kate, while we're digging, you want a beer? And and Kate's like, you brought beer? And Tom says (laughs) the best thing Tom says all episode, (laughs) which is, did you write it down too? I wrote it down too. No self-respecting man in Iowa goes anywhere (laughs) without beer. (laughs) 
as yeah so just like have a have like a a two four in the trunk at all times this is a nightmare i (laughs) the self-respect of men in iowa is so heavily attached to alcohol consumption this is a doctor too yeah this is a doctor this is not like your stereotypical iowan this is a well-off doctor and it yeah i i yeah that line is so absurd it's not like I would enjoy to have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, like you know, it's, it's really the writers trying to be like, how's a regular person justify a beer? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? If I didn't drink this beer right now, I wouldn't have a reason to live. <laughs> 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 My self-respect is entirely attached to the consumption and just carrying mm-hmm. of this beverage. The mere possession of this beverage justifies me justifies me me a man from iowa me a doctor with a wife and kid a doctor with a wife and kids about to help a known fugitive totally uh they they get the box they get the box and what it is is it's a time capsule that Uh they buried because you see they're just old friends they were our old 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 friends they were kids baby they were little kids and they were lovers and they had a buried a box full of stuff and they there's a little toy plane in it there's some plane. other bullshit in it. and There's uh, a tape. There's like a baseball. There's a tape is the most important thing. They pop the tape in. In the play. Uh, they pop the tape in, and the tape is them when they're younger being like, hey, it's 1989, and we're kids, and we're in love. And you know what? I bet in 30 years we're going to be married and have kids of our own. And you know what? And it'll be great. And they're listening to it, and they're like, boy, shit, dude. Doi, doi. <laughs> Things didn't work out that way, did they? Oh, boy. And there's also a line where one of them – where Kate says, "No, I'm gonna. We're gonna run away together," and the Tom says, "Kate, you always want to run away," and it's like, "Cool, <laughs> cool, normal." Glad thing they for knew that from before. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because it's like Kate's character is entirely defined by just who she is after murdering her stepdad. Yeah. But it's like before she murdered her stepdad, she was like what. 25 or something still in the same tiny town that she grew up in well no i she murdered her stepdad like way younger than that she, how old is she? she she i think she's supposed to be like 19 or 18 when she really? murdered her stepdad wow. like i think that recording is meant to be like from like when they were like fucking baby ass babies oh really yeah but then no but how long because this is in 2003 yes and she that's 1989 yes and she Okay, so they yeah. would have been like 10 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But then she would have been at least like early 20s or something killing her stepdad. So that probably happened in like 2002. I would believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and in that time, she learned how to be a master criminal and found the murder in her heart. So weird. Yeah. So weird and awful. Absolutely. Um, so here's the deal. They kiss and then they go fucking whoops. <laughs> whoops. Oh, well, let's go see your mom now. <laughs> Alrighty then. And Kate goes to see her dying mom. And uh, he's like, oh, it's me, your little girl, Catherine. And the dying mom is like, get out of here. You Help. murdered my... You are. You sent me into the world of hell with the Help. murder that you did. Help. And uh, Kate is so torn up and so sad. And she flees. But then the hospital cop goes... Hey, what are you doing? Hey, uh, stop that. Mm. And then she goes, 
I need to hit you, hospital cop. And she knocks him out with one big punch. One of the biggest punches you ever did see. Oh, it knocks him right out. Oh, it's so good to knock, watch. Knocks his butt right on the Street ground. Street justice. And Tom catches up to her and says, hey, what the heck's going on? And Kate's just like, I need your car now. And he's like, okay. Sure. And, and he just goes with her. Just goes he's with like, her. Ah, we're in this together Does, now. Doesn't even like you. Just be like, here, take my car. But like, what's going on? Instead, comes along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, Tom is like, he's on duty as a doctor he right has now. Patients. He's like, we're, we're, it's the getaway car. I'm running out ne- of the hospital. Never mind the patients. A family. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, but it's just like I guess I'm working with a fugitive now. Yeah. Decides in the moment, and they are making a getaway through the parking garage, and just at the end of it, police blockade, guns drawn, and Tom's pleading, Kate, you can get out. We can cooperate, and we can they'll be go easy on you, and we can have a normal life. And Kate's like, No, dude, those are I'm gonna get arrested forever. You gotta get out. And Tom's like, No. I'm st- I'm staying. I'm with you till the end, baby. And it's like fucking what the <laughs> shit what is, are you? Tom? What what is this character? Yeah, totally, the doctor who like f- has some undying commitment to Kate, even though they yes. don't see each other or have anything in common. But he hears one cassette from back in the day, and is just like, I gotta be. I gotta. <laughs> I'm a fugitive too now. Gotta give it all up for yeah. Kate. <laughs> So uh, then uh, Kate goes to the blockade. Yeah, Kate smashes through the car. Puts the pedal to the metal, uh, ends up making it past the blockade, but crashing elsewhere. Gun Bullets are flown. <laughs> bullets are flown. Bullets are flown. Bullets are flown through a bullet hole in the windshield. <laughs> <Out> the gun. <laughs> the, the gun's bullet hole. Emerges. The gun shoots. The gun shoots many a bullet, and uh, guess where those bullets land, man? Right in the chest of Tom. Right in the chest of poor, poor Tom. Tom is dead. Tom is fucking dead, and Kate can't believe it. And Kate looks in the backseat of the car where all the shit from the 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 time capsule is. The just, like, baseball and the cassette tape and the plane. Uh-huh. The most notable plane that she's holding when Charlie shouts platinum at her. <laughs> uh, sees all that. Leaves it, actually. Yeah, the, they do not show her picking it up. No, they show her looking at it, seeing the pile of stuff. And not picking it up and just leaving it behind. So I don't know if that was just like a weird bad editing call. I think it was bad editing. But I also like to imagine, the way I like to interpret it is that she went back for it. Totally. Yeah. She went back to like a crime scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They confiscated that as evidence. And then another adventure that we never get to see is her breaking into an evidence I'm getting the plane. It's my memento. Gotta get that plane from the man I am, whose death I am partly responsible for. Yeah. So this this particular storyline just makes me have no sympathy or Mm. uh, respect for Kate in a sense. It's Mm. like the killing her stepdad thing. Yeah, I get it. He was a shitty, a Mm. shitty dude, Mm. but it's like, it is directly because of her actions that like this man dies and like the community is without a doctor. Mm -hmm. The, uh, his child will grow up without a father and it's like, I don't know. I, that's on Kate. I uh, I wholly agree. This is definitely a classic, like, and it's jarring to see in season one because we do have that classic Kate, like, Kate can't do a taco episode. Yeah. But it's very much in that vein of, like, 
why like why did they have to escalate this so much totally the it's idea, just like the idea of kate being a fugitive is like compelling uh-huh. enough you don't have to like keep raising the stakes she and being just like, leaves this like string of destruction behind her and there's like a body count and stuff it's like this is not a normal human being uh speaking of body counts i remember when i had the lost encyclopedia yeah i was glancing at it the other day most of the major characters have their own like profiles and stat lines Uh just like you know date of birth you know number on the candidate sheet or whatever uh time spent on the island Uh Um, some of them have uh, number of people killed at their hands. I love that. <laughs> they have an official kill count. That's awesome. Which, as they should. As they should. <laughs> which is it's just like the wildest. Who has the most? I guess Ben I, minus. Uh, ben, they didn't even count him. Yeah, because so it's such huge. a large number. It's so huge. Um, but like Jin, I think, has like two. Who which does is, he kill? I could not tell you off the top of my head yeah. who Jin killed. Probably just like henchmen or something i want to say henchmen maybe like some random others that he shoots oh he totally remember in the finale of season three when they're blowing up the tents yeah i bet Jin probably killed some yeah yeah yeah, totally um yeah it's funny (laughs) it's just cool they have a kill count it's just funny to think about like you know the lost the show where the characters kill where yeah where a lot of murder takes place yeah so they all have murder in their hearts yeah the whole that's why the plane crashed exactly it was too heavy with murder yeah it is with a heavy heart that i murder another human being yeah exactly and barely by the end of it yeah uh but yeah no it's a classic the kate whole the whole kate thing is just like 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 they can't keep escalating it because it just keeps getting more and more absurd. Oh yeah, it, every it single just, Kate it episode detracts from the character so much. Exactly, it takes away believability, likability. Exactly, um, and it there's not much justifier. Like in this mm. episode, I think there's a lot less justification behind her actions mm. than there are for most characters in most episodes. Exactly, because a lot of it like stems from this idea that like. Um, and Kate is kind of the one they lean heavily into, but the idea that like, you know, your past, you know, you should kind of like, not necessarily be forgiven, but like, can you find redemption Mm -hmm. somehow, some way for the, for whatever past transgressions you've done? Can you find that redemption? And with some of it, it feels like, I feel like with Sawyer, they mostly do a good job of being like, okay, here's, you know, he, he was a criminal. He killed the wrong guy Uh and he's, you know, got, got some issues, but he finds redemption. He finds redemption. Uh, Kate is Kate's list of crimes is so huge. So long. It's such a snowball of deception and bodies. Uh huh. Absolutely. That is so, so far gone. And like, yeah, so many broken families on her behalf and stuff like that. It's just absurd. Exactly. I don't think she's the like evilest character on the show by any stretch, but she's definitely the one that they most, because like Ben, obviously, but they make a point of like, oh no, Ben sucks ass. Ben is a bad person, but she's supposed to be likable. Yeah. And she is just objectively a bad person. Exactly. And like, for instance, when Sawyer, when she's like confessing to it, when she's like to the whole island, she's like, yeah, you're right. I am a fugitive. I'm copping to it. Uh, But I didn't poison Michael. She says something along the lines of like, regardless of whatever I allegedly did or didn't do. And it's just like, just cop to it, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I, also she's not really being accused of any crimes or anything. Exactly, everyone is just like she is a fugitive. Exactly, it just kind of comes out. She naturally. is running from the law. Exactly. 
But uh, yeah, good for Kate. Yeah, good for Kate. It's not the worst Kate episode we've watched, that's for sure. Uh, Taco Tuesday will live on forever as just a legend of an episode. Just a hell of an episode. What uh, do you say I go to random.org? I like it. And what do you say I pull up our list of episodes? List of episodes that we have both watched and not watched. Exactly. So we can see what it is. Well, I'm going to type in 1 to 121 here. Click mm-hmm. generate. I got 22. That's the one we just watched. We just watched that one, so you're going to have to re-roll, I'm afraid. All right. I read it. We got 52. 52. 30 more. 30 more. Uh, so that's season three, mid-season three? I would reckon I would reckon early season three. I would reckon very early season three. Uh-huh. Um, my phone is being very bad right oh, now, unfortunately. The old phone the trick. The old phone trick. I'm giving you guys the old phone trick. Everybody loves the, the old, old phone, phone run phone around. Trick. You know, when your phone is kind of like five years old and just decides, yeah, you wanted a, you wanted to, you want to load a list of loss. I'm just going to give you a black screen for like 10 whole minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. That would be good. I, c- I can relate. Uh, 52, eh? Yeah. Ooh, 52. Uh, yep, early season three. Season three, episode three. The episode is called Further Instructions, and it's a lock episode. Oh, that sounds really great, actually. Yeah, it sounds, that sounds fun, great. Yeah. So I, th- I think we have something to look forward to next week, uh, faithful viewers. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed next week's episode. And I hope you enjoy every episode ever of this show because they're all probably perfect. Oh. Um, um, not, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? Oh, I say what you say. And you know what we always say. Uh, we always say, follow us on Facebook and also on Twitter. The Island Shuffle is there full of good content for you. I've been being. I've been.